was going to let it go silent and do a public radio thing, but I just couldn't do it. Mm. Have you ever punched the public radio button and then total silence? And then finally when they break in and go, that was Poulenc's organ concerto. And you're like, why were you silent? Why did Poulenc's organ concerto need 10 seconds of raw silence? For God's sake, speak. Anyway, this is... Go ahead. That's, this is, this is, I have a lot very, of passion. Very. When, when I calm down, I'm going to put a cold compress over my right. forehead. You explain oh what the show God. is. That used to be like a... I never did that, but like in the old timey shows, it always seemed like, all right, put the put the you know the water bag on your head. Oh yeah, for and also for a hangover, right? You had the, yeah. the water bag. We I believe Do you had, had a water bag. No, no, no. As, growing up, my dad had like a hot water bottle that I swear was like from a Max Senate, you know, <laughs> comedy in 1921. Like, why do we have this? What would be the occasion? <laughs> but, Anyways, uh, this is like trees walking, Mike. This is the podcast. Keep going. I've, I've got to okay. get my cold compress okay. on my head. You so keep this, going. This is the podcast where we talk about big, big, big things, big issues, big questions, big ideas, big to-dos. Uh, we, we, we talk about uh, theology, morality, faith, philosophy, culture, death, life, uh, and everything in between. The uh, unnatural silences on national public radio. <laughs> that is a... Or even local public radios. Even, Come on, man. <laughs> Get a little more energy. Like, what? Don't, aren't they paying you? You have unlimited money. Come on. Uh, we do so. We do those things. Even the National Public Radio ranting uh, about the silences from a Christian perspective. That was yes. a Christian. Uh, Mike, as a Christian, yes. doing that. <laughs> we do all of those things uh, from a Christian perspective. Uh, we welcome, though, anyone uh, of, of any faith persuasion, uh, the full half, lack of, lack of, complete lack, yeah, antithetical to. All we want is you to uh, be curious enough to listen to this conversation and do so in good faith. That's literally all we ask for is a good faith engagement. If not, this is free. You could do something else with your life. Turn it off. Yeah, there you go. You know, but that, that's what this program is about. And today is no ex- exception. Not an correct? exception at all. I think today is true to the spirit, true to the form. Completely. Uh, uh, there was one twist, a shocking twist. Oh, my God. You know, on a very special episode. Yes. On a very special episode of Like Trees Walking, I believe you'll be administering a quiz to me later. I will. Yes, to Mike. That doesn't happen much here. Much? Not very, very I've rarely. I've done it. I've done it, but it's rare. But it's, someone could go back and... They'll have to go through the whole catalog and searching for There's it. There's people like your other, your other podcast, someone's like uh, keeping up on your... Your your like quiz results for that show? Oh yeah, yeah. I have stats on it. <laughs> we're we're a little less. <laughs> we're a little less high tech than that, but no, yeah. But no. So you'll be quizzing me later. But uh, for today, we have a a pretty big topic, which I'm excited about. I like this. All right, good. So why don't you introduce it? Well, this is and this is thank you. This is listener uh, listener topic. Someone messaged me about this. I thought. You know what? This is a good one to talk about. I thought, and they, they actually did it months and months ago. So uh, it's taken a while. If you're not, you know, eventually, if you have a great topic, uh, we'll get around to it. Um, yeah, things things are moving like everything else. Our supply chain is a little slower <laughs> these days. <laughs> it takes, uh, and uh, so yeah. But we'll uh, we we do listen to those things, and we will get around to it. Yeah. But, so this okay. was months and months ago that someone sent this to me. So I appreciate you doing it. And actually, we'll have another. Uh, 
one in in the near future about a listener question. But anyway, someone said, okay, uh, there. This was a Christian person saying, what do I do about conspiracy theories, conspiratorial thinking uh, within? I think their own maybe Christian community or church community. They were concerned about that. They say they saw a sort of conspiracy mindedness taking hold. What do I do about that? So it's kind of like an advice question. But with it, so this is like an advice show now too. This is a great question. I, I think of the, uh, I, I've, it, it's a great, I think, once a month thing, which I think a, a talk show host does on a full moon. Mm-hmm. Our, our friend, uh, Mr. Michael Medved, who's a movie reviewer, uh, conservative talk host, but he does a call in with your conspiracy theories on every full moon of the month. <laughs> And he just gets people in, and he doesn't. He, there's not a lot of pushback. It's just like explain your conspiracy theory. Very, very entertaining. I'm not kidding you because you get the whole spectrum. You get the someone who's like, you know, yeah, moon people put a grain of rice in my head, and you know, whatever. And now I'm living w- with these radio signals, which is you know <laughs> sad. <laughs> but then he just gets other people who are like, yeah, I worked at this company, and we did have a little cabal who did, you know. So there's. There's the sort of believable and the outrageous. Yes. And so conspiracy, just to paint the picture, is like, yes, there is such a thing as conspiracies. That just simply means people uh, agreeing to do something without letting other people know. So People conspiring people together. People conspiring is a thing. To do something. So, conspiracies, yeah. a, conspiracies exist. Now. So we at, at Like Trees Walking believe that conspiracies exist there are conspiracies conspiracies yes. exist now they run the gamut and an interesting thing is uh we could talk about the phenomenon broadly but christianity itself when it was born occasioned a few conspiracy some conspiratorial thinking from within the empire certainly oh yeah i mean like the sense of um you know because christian worship gatherings were different um, and they were like closed, uh, you know, because this was not a, a, a public thing. The licitness uh, of the faith uh, varied. So especially in its early years, um, you know, what was this? There was accusations around the Lord's Supper, you know, because Jesus in John 6 says, you know, sounds like cannibalism, right? Unless you eat mm-hmm. this flesh and you drink this blood, uh, you will not inherit eternal life. Well, you, you know, you hear that one from the outside. And so um, I, I think they were accused of having... I, I'm not sure if my pronunciation is correct. I hope so. Like Thiestian banquets? Is that the... Thiestian. Is that like the Latin word for a blood or something? I think it was like some kind of like the... It was based on some myth where like one of the gods or something like baked, killed someone's children and then baked them in the food and then oh, made dear. the person okay. eat them. So, yeah, that is a very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a dark history. Yes, yeah. yeah. So there was there was a there was a there was an ancient tale about someone having like tricking someone into eating their own children, basically. Oh, I think that that co- that's a harrowing tale in. Um, oh, which which of the like the the Roman, but it's 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 perceived as being true, I believe. By uh, okay. so it's been retold many times. Okay. And and now it's failing me, so I won't even try to struggle for it because then people will write in and go, "Come on, Mike, that's." But anyway, yeah, the banquet where you invite someone to a yes. banquet, serve them their own child, and then yes, so anyway, so, so Christians were accused of that. They were also accused of, uh, uh, I think, Oedipal intercourse. So like, it basically incest because of um, they they think it was related to you know everyone called brother and you know 
that within the Christian community you refer to, even your spouse you could refer to as a sister, you know, sister, whatever, right. brother, whatever. Yes. So um, accused, uh, you know, there was accusations of incest within the community itself. Where do you, just on a human level, where do you stand on the brother and sister thing? I was strongly resistant, then I step in without letting you answer, oh, but okay. <laughs> I was strongly resistant in the beginning with, with fellow Christians to call one another brother. But then, uh, then I met a guy who was like, "Well, but no, it's biblical, and you know, there's no problem with it." Like, "Hey, brother!" Like, "Yeah." And so now I'm kind of on board, but I understand people are uncomfortable with it, so I don't, I don't generally do it. It's only with certain people. But there is it, a, it also becomes sort of a shallow thing at certain churches. So I understand it has totally different contextual meanings. But where do you stand? All right. So at first, Mike, I was not understanding your question. Yes. And I thought you were <laughs> beginning to ask me where I stood on brother-sister incest. Oh, that was my question. Was <laughs> I not clear on that? <laughs> I want to be very clear. I'm against... I am against that. Oh. But... Oh, well, hang on. Let me make a note of that. All right. <laughs> okay. Now, to my second question. To your second, to your, to your second question, rela- unrelated question. Uh, I am one who... I, I mean... I think you have articulated a position I would share. Like, I don't do it. There is a, a, a as a general practice. I am not against it uh, at all. It's just not something that I do, and except with a very very select few. Okay, yeah. To, like, so to me, it's like I am never compelled. I hope this doesn't reflect poorly on me. I'm never compelled to raise my hands during worship, to like during oh, you yeah. know. So yeah. it, to me, it's just like a cultural thing. Like, look, I'm a. I'm a, a Midwestern with some Norwegian in my blood. I'm part Danish. There's no way I'm ever lived in. No. But I do not in any way hold it against anyone. Uh, that's sort of, a, to me, that's just, it's a taste thing. And it's not, you know, if anyone is compelled to do it, have at it. God bless you. And if you want to call me brother, it makes me happy. Brother Mike. It makes me happy. It's yeah. fine. I'm okay. fine. And so there are certain people that I will return the favor. But otherwise, I, I'm not, it's not, you know. Brother Mike, it's good to see. It's always it's kind of yeah, it's got a yes. folksy feel to. It. I've yes. never, I will say, I've never referred to someone as sister, besides my sister. I have never done that. That's true. <laughs> that's now like that a, you, now that you mention it, yeah. That just seems it. like crossing for me. Just seems like I don't know why. That's just a boundary I'm not crossing. I right. haven't found occasion to cross. All right. So the conspiracy is why don't Christians call? Why don't Christians unless it was like a nun? Call? I think maybe I've called a nun a sister. Oh, then you have yeah. liar. I'm. Well, we've just uncovered a pretty huge conspiracy. So everything you say is a lie, or you you lie. So how do I know you're telling the truth? Right. Well, okay. So conspiracy and, and conspiracy thinking is prevalent. I mean, it's 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 an incredibly human thing, uh, and uh, you know, c- conspiratorial thinking is high. It's in some senses it's. High. Well, in every society, it has purchased. Some conspiracies are very broadly believed, as so as far as broadly to believe as to be shocking to me in many ways. Uh, uh, I think of a couple, you know, historical conspiracies um, that have very ugly histories. Uh, a lot of times they're against Jewish people, right? So there's uh, the, I mean, the Dreyfus affair, that seemed like it was some conspiratorial thinking that was tied into that. Uh, uh, the right? longstanding uh, poisoning the wells. Oh, a yes. Very long and, and ugly, ugly, oh, the, horrible, horrible history. The blood, the blood libels, and right? Of course, the blood libel oh, the blood is libels. the big one. That's, yes. a, that's an ugly one. And then in in the contemporary world, uh, you do have the, um, I mean, even in, in certain co- Middle Eastern countries, a lot of people believe like the... Uh, like that, what is that? The 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 like 
orders of the the protocols of the elders of Zion or something like that. that yeah, the... that's the famous book that I believe spreads the blood libel more than any other. Yeah, I don't. I've obviously don't own it and have never read it. So, but it's you know like Jews control. You know, like there's this Jewish cabal. The, um, that the controls finance over the world. Yes, controls horrible, finance, controls horrible, horrible. the world. Yes, and, and so, long standing. Yeah, so that type of cons- like that type of conspiratorial thinking has had broad purchase over time. Has contributed to anti-Semitism, which you know contributed, I'm sure, to uh, horrible things like the Holocaust and and pogroms and all kinds of persecution and everything like that. So that's a there is a there is a real there can be a, uh, suffice to say there can be a very very dangerous you know edge to these things now. There's also conspiracies that uh, a lot of us feel like you feel like you're not getting the full story. I think that's also where um, conspiracies are born from. So I think of things like, uh, you know, what happened to Jeffrey Epstein, right? Like, like that is occasion for conspiracies. Well, that, that was the classic. Almost everyone who voiced it would say, look. I'm not into conspiracies. <laughs> I think I might have even said that when I first, uh, like, it's not my deal. However, this could be small enough and weird enough to be a conspiracy. And then, like, Epstein didn't kill himself, you know what I mean? That's, like, the whole <laughs> that other meme, level. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, which is kind of, of, I think people say it tongue-in-cheek, but they also go, like, hey, there's something, there's something more to this story. Than meets the eye, and in the example of Epstein, I was an early, I was early on to the Epstein phenomenon, even before he was arrested again. And you then better died. clarify that position by what you mean by that. <laughs> I was on the plane. No, um, God. <laughs> no, but um, like I remember reading that story. Somehow I found that story. There was a story about it. Him basically getting off scot free in Florida, in oh, like the Miami in, Herald, yeah. and yeah, I yeah. referenced it in a sermon in like 2016. Yeah, and I was like, this is an example of just someone who because of their position, power, and privilege and connection basically to political power and influence was able to, you know, get away with a a horrible crime. You know, I I saw that. It's just an egregious example of injustice. Um, And so I was on that, you know, on, on, on that aspect of it early. So you go like something super shady here. Like where did this guy like, where did this guy get his money? He was living like a, I mean, he, the dude had, that's all I want to know is where did this guy get his money? Yeah, look, secret buildings on secret islands, it, it, it does engender, <laughs> it does create uh, the breeding ground for conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Even people who are like, you guys are crazy, have to admit, all right, it, at least there is some cause to go, wait a minute, and some chin stroking over how did this guy who did, seemingly didn't work or anything. <laughs> so it, that's a weird one. So, you know, so conspiracies, though, uh, so we all engage, they have a long history and sordid history somewhat. We all engage in them to some degree or another. I mean, what's the conspiracy theory? What the thing that prompted the most conspiracy thinking in my mind, actually, was uh, was that Oliver Stone movie, JFK. Oh, man. Oh, sure. I saw that and I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, you know, and then I remember I had to give a uh, like a like a speech, like for my speech class in college. Um, and then I, so I was going to do like the JFK conspiracy and then I went and did some, and then I, I lost my faith in the conspiracy actually. Did you, did you read, didn't, uh, Vincent Bugliosi, he did, he did did like a (laughs) multi-volume, the guy went bananas on it, just did every possible conspiracy theory. I haven't read it because I don't, you know, it's not. But I've heard him, uh, actually he's, he was a favorite, the late, the late great now Vincent Bugliosi, he was a favorite of, uh, 
a local radio, sports talk radio host here. So he was oh, on a few really? times. Yeah, okay. Dan Barrero. So I heard him a, a couple times on Barrero on the anniversary of the JFK assassination. He would come on and basically unload. Oh, um, and he's like a fast talker, right? Yeah. He's well, he charismatic, was charismatic. Like, yeah, yep. he was a pro- he was the Manson prosecutor. The Manson right? prosecutor. And yep, so, yep. yeah, I mean, the guy, you know, he, he he's good in court. He he, he had some pr- presence and persona. So, yeah, like I I you know read that, and so I you know so I stopped believing in that because. But I was once I saw like there was once I saw the Oliver Stone movie, I was like, oh man, uh, and I was young at the time. I mean, when I saw it, I was probably seventeen years old, and and there's maybe something almost about that age too. Uh, maybe I'm making, you know, anecdata, but I also remember when, um, like kids that age really being into conspiratorial thinking and stuff like that. Um, when I was, my wife was teaching in New Jersey and this was like, you know, 2006, 2007, 2008, I was introduced to like an, a YouTube uh, thing called Loose Change, which was like a 9-11. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, I, I was no. not... I didn't believe it for one second. But oh, these okay. kids... No. Oh, gosh, no. No, 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 no. I never believed the, any 9-11. But you go like... You watch it and you're like, what they're saying can't possibly be true. Like, I'm sitting there as an adult going, they're saying there was like a plane of people that just vanished, you know? And like, you're like... Uh, that doesn't add up to me. But these kids are like, yep. Like, just says it. Like, uh... Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, that was really like these kids were like sharing that around. And and so there's like 9-11, trutherism, uh, uh, you know, that kind of conspiratorial thinking, <laughs> which like Pete Carroll, the coach of the uh, Seattle Seahawks, he was like kind of, a, I think, a truther, like 9-11 oh, truther no. skeptic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he didn't. Uh, I mean, Jesse Ventura had a whole second career, former governor of mm-hmm. our state, Minnesota. Had a second career. He had a uh, like Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theory show. Yep, and it was always like <laughs> I love. We used to send each other the uh, uh, my my writers and I at Rift Tracks would send each other the little stingers at the the uh, at the end, you know, before like the little trailers because it'd be like, "Are you telling me there's a whole cabal of people who sit there and decide what kind of food I eat?" And it would be like, <laughs> "That's what I'm telling you, Jesse." <laughs> Boom, we'll be back in just a second. <laughs> but this, so three people brought down this plane. Like, there was no conspiracy. <laughs> and, he, and he would always, the hedging the bets of conspiracy theorists is always like, look, people, I'm, I'm just, just asking, asking the questions. questions. <laughs> it's just, just cracks me up. Like, okay, all right. I'm just asking questions. That is the mantra of the conspiracy theorists. I mean, did you look at things that also are are it's like a way to maybe deal with things that you just can't accept either because they go against your pre-existing beliefs or they're just too horrible to accept. I think of like the 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 Alex Jones and the um you know the crisis actors for the the Newtown school shooting or whatever. And so on his program, you know, he kept saying that basically this was fake that these kids, you know, that 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 kid who went in and you know killed i mean it was 20 some odd kids there's maybe tiny you know small elementary school children murdered them and alex jones kind of ginned up this controversy such that these people were being harassed over the course of years and years and years of people being like show me you know i mean can you imagine losing a six-year-old child and then having someone come and demand that you prove they're dead 
which is where that crosses over into the you know evil and sadistic. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, like that is just despic- despicable and disgusting. And and you know, there's uh, <laughs> I mean, and conspiracies they they take like the sort of like more rationally based, but also they get insane i mean i i I remember being in college and i I don't know if i've shared this story here but like i took this class and the u.s had just invaded uh uh, iraq and people coming up to the professor and going george w bush did this because he wants to like convert the iraqis to christianity or something like that was he was trying to bring in you know that's pretty popular yeah Yeah. there was the uh uh, i mean there's kind of some conspiratorial thinking even in one of the michael moore movies i never saw but basically like you know halliburton was kind of behind the afghanistan war because they wanted to build a pipeline like that there's the diebold uh vote counting machines you know in 2004 in ohio and and john Kerry. there's there's the russians hacked the election in the sense of like changed votes you know people believe that or think that like that somehow because people in 2016 you could understand who didn't want donald trump to win him winning was like beyond the pale of what they could accept so you come up with some alternative explanation um, to like the reality and even, even the current election, you know, like the, 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 you know, stop the steal. A lot of it is, is rooted in some, you know, people being pre-committed. I mean, someone I know, uh, said like before even this happened, you know, was asked like, well, could Joe Biden win? They're like, oh no, like he couldn't, the only way he could win was steal the election. Well, okay. Like if you've already set up something can't happen, then you have to come up an alternative explanation in the face of it. And so, how? So conspiracy theories are big and small. They're ugly and harmless. They're kind of funny and depressing. Uh, and we all, to some degree or another, have entertained some of them, I think. Certainly. We probably all believe false ones right now. Mm-hmm. That's the, the problem with, yeah. Epstein m- may, <laughs> maybe did not kill himself. I don't. The cameras were off. I, I, anyway, anyway, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, sorry, seriously. Sorry. No, no, we're not going to entertain. We're not talking about specifics. No, we're no, talking so, about the general. So, here. what do we do? I mean, I, I think that uh, I do hope that, um, and and there can be an unhealthy obsession with like the new. This is part of a maybe unhealthy obsession with news and with media and with politics that people spend way more time like invested in that than they do in in healthy life-giving relationships and in 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 the person who asked this in a christian community in like reading like like having good healthy relationships with other people who are based in the same understanding of reality i hope would be a um, i hope would be a uh inoculate people against like conspiratorial thinking yes can i also now is a good time then to make my appeal one of the reasons I'm, I might be ill-informed, and as you're listening to this, you might be going infuriated, like, Mike, you don't know, you don't know the latest, whatever. I'm still on my thing, and I still recommend this to people, even during this entire season of everything that's happening, I'm not watching the news, I'm not paying attention to it. And so you might go, what an idiot, how can you not be informed? It's like, trust me. I'm fully informed. I know everything that's going on, but I have no worries about it. I'm really just like we're doing our uh, we're doing our Advent readings. We're <laughs> Bridget and I pray. I go about my work. I see people. I talk to them as though you know it's so. Anyway, I'm just I'm recommending it. I'm not. If you don't do it, I'm not guilting you. I'm just saying, would you like to be fifty percent happier? Switch it all <laughs> off. 
<laughs> and then maybe do like a quick feed, like look at it with half an eye and go, okay, I'm done for the day. Well, I, it, and you won't, you know, then yeah. you won't believe and like you, you won't be going down these routes. Even if they're true, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, even if the conspiracies are true, you still have to live in the reality that they create. Mm-hmm. And so that minute to minute going like with no power to change anything, is that healthy? And it's not. And I think that in almost Every conspiracy, uh, like if you believe in it, all right, pull, let's pull one out. The moon landing conspiracy. Yeah. Let's was, say you believe fake. in that. Yeah. And it drives you crazy. Like, and someone says like, yeah, that's pretty cool that they landed on the moon. And you go like, oh, oh, they never landed there. It was filmed in a studio. <laughs> How does that enhance your life? And I'm not, you know, even if you're like, I'm not, I don't know anything about it, but I'm just saying like, let it go, man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like with everything, just like you, you, you know, hold it loosely. Yes. Because you can't, if you don't have control over it, there's nothing you can do anyway, even if it's true. Well, and that's why I think probably one of the things that contributes to anger is like the bigger the conspiracy, the less control you have, the sort of angrier you get, the more sort of maybe dangerous it is too. For I mean, for your own right. well-being, my gosh. Yeah. So Mike, I, I think those are some wide words. And I mean, you know, the very concept of news is just, it's not like there's no such thing as news. We made it up, you know, yes, to like, yeah, mean, yeah. to sell papers. Like, you know, it's a, it's a profitable enterprise, but like, there is no such thing as the things you need to, how many things do you need to know today about the world? Like, it's completely arbitrary. Right, it's what we choose. I do, as a, as a uh, this is not, I'm funny, but you'll understand in a moment. Krakatoa, you know, when that exploded. Yes. We did not have a worldwide news system in order, but basically, like, you know, one one hundredth of the globe exploded and like killed an entire region. Like the the uh, you know the, the the waves kept going for you know weeks on end, destroying communities. And you know, about a month later, someone went, "Did you hear that? Like, there's something going on in like Java." And people are like, "Where's Java?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. This is the world almost blew mm-hmm. up. It was so huge. It was like a hundred thousand atomic explosions, and people were just like, All right, well, if I need to know it, I'll figure it out later. And I'm not saying this obviously that is a gigantic thing, but it's just like that attention to the minute to minute news thing is a very, very new thing and probably not healthy. Yes. And I read this somewhere this so it said, you know, we're we're there was modernism, there was postmodernism, and well, now there's supermodernism, where we're just, in, you know, we're inundated with such an, um, like, the f- the fire hose of, you know, multiple fire hoses of information coming at us all the time, um, that human beings are just not designed to, like, be able to handle and process, and, and that can have some very deleterious consequences on people's, even normal people's well-being. Um, but, but how does one deal with, yeah, just the, just the cascade of information that's flowing at you all the time and people want to get your attention all the time or ask you to put those pieces together in a certain way. I guess like the sort of, um, this is why these kind of institutions that even modern institutions like the modern, you know, university in its sort of ideal and the church, like that these were supposed to be character forming knowledge building institutions that, that built like that formed you into a certain kind of person. And we've lost 
I, I think we've lost faith in our institutions um, across the board, and sometimes for good reason. Um, I think many times for not. And so what we've been left with is like uh, the internet and information. You know, we're in the, the, the information age, and we have not been formed characterologically to the kind of people who are situated and suited to doing that really well. So basically let me as the pastor tell you what to think is, is what I'm saying. But no, just saying like that, that, that certain institutions had credibility and exercised, I, I think, a good role um, in society. And so uh, uh, the, lack of, the, the, the lack of having those institutions um, that were so important in, in building um, our, our modern culture, when I think I'm, I'm obviously referring here specifically to the church and the university, like that's a bad, like the, 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 you know, Christians, one of the, when they go somewhere, one of the first things they do is they set up a church, they found a school and they build a hospital. Okay. And like, uh, and you know, um, only the, I guess only the hospitals are left. Uh, and the role that they play has has changed quite a bit, but it's like uh, you know those core founding institutions of of modern Western society um, have lost credibility, and that's hard. We li- it's a hard world to live in, folks. We're kind of out there swimming on our own. Yes, indeed. And so, in the final analysis, if the question is from this person, was it specifically what does a Christian do? With- yeah, yeah. They're saying, "What do I do? I'm in a." There's a lot of conspiracy-minded people around me. Uh, and so what can I say? Is you, If someone's highly invested in a conspiracy, you're probably not going to talk them out of it. Oh, yeah. Well, as we know with conspiracies, your best argument against it is their best argument for it. <laughs> Aha. Yep. So I would... you've hit on the keystone of the whole thing. It's like, oh, wait a minute. There couldn't be the fake moon landing because of this. Like, Aha. That's exactly, exactly what, they, what they knew when they did it. So I would say if someone is like very unhealthy to speak, you can just tell them like you can be honest and say like I find what you are saying untrue and unhealthy and I don't want to talk about that with you or I can't like have the same relationship with you. I mean you could just be honest with someone about the impact it's having on your relationship with them um, if it's really, really bad. Drawing that kind of boundary is fine and telling that kind of truth is completely, you know, fine and healthy. Uh, live by the truth yourself, you know? So if someone is, like, uh, you know, conspiratorial about, like, a vaccine or something, be like, well, that, I, I got your space, I got your spot in line, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but I do think having, like, some kind of empathy for that person where that where that possibly could be coming from is also good, too. And, and if there's kind of shared senses or sources of truth or values, again, that's always a good place to start with people from a place of kind of common ground and, and common understanding and putting yourself in those shoes and very, very modest in your goals and, you know, not showing disdain towards yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah, especially if you have a relationship with someone and then they bring up something crazy, you can kind of that whole like, whoa, I did not know you believe that. Tell me how you arrived at that. Mm-hmm. And that can lead to interesting things. I, I was once in a, a room with with people who it's like professional relationships. And so you did not expect ever for this to come up. And in the middle of just small talk, a giant conspiracy theory was dropped by one of the people, which caused all of us to just go like, a joke? <laughs> not a joke? Uh, and And the person said like, yeah, well, you don't want to ask me about that because I believe, and then dropped the big conspiracy oh, theory. Man. And so we all had to just go, 
All right. Well, I'm going to grab a water it's... and because it was, it's one of those where it's like, it wasn't, there was nothing, you know, it's not like a correctable one. It's not like, you know, it's like the, something, like it's not the li- something racist or something. It was right. just like, but it's like the, li- oh dear. Okay. Putting this out there, it's like the lizard people. Like, oh, the world is run by lizard <laughs> yes. people. Like, um, yeah, their eyelids go the other way. You haven't seen that? You know, it was like that. And you just had to go, okay, well, this, there's no place to start this discussion. You moonwalk to, your way out. Yes, we just have to get our work done. And But yeah, but if you're in relationship with people who believe deep lies or whatever, or maybe, look, if, if they have evidence, present it. If you're going to go around believing something like this, then go ahead and, pre- you know, present the evidence. And maybe over time, they'll talk you into the fact that there are lizard people walking around and that the queen is one of them. And if you look at photos of her, you can see her lizard eyes. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But just <laughs> make sure you have a relationship. And uh, and if it, be, it and to the person who asked this, if this is depressing you or frustrating you or making you sad, that's a very natural reaction to when someone you care about. It's kind of seems like they're saying something crazy, or like how do they how do they think that? Sometimes we just gotta decry that fact. We just lament the fact that that is a reality and it makes us sad. So I feel your pain, as Bill Clinton once famously said. <laughs> May I finish with, I've probably brought this up before, and it's not going to resonate with a lot of people, but there was an old country singer named Boxcar Willie, and there's a guy who he's comes from England. He was a soccer star, and he releases his list every year of people who are lizard people. Okay. And so it's always like Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, uh, Donald Trump, you know, he's hitting all the, <laughs> uh, you know, Angela Merkel... Boxcar Willie, <laughs> a singer. <laughs> it's just like was perfect. Where you go, like, is this the setup? Was this the long con just to get to this moment where people have to like go, wait, wait, what? Who's Boxcar Willie? And then uh, you know, it's probably Boxcar Willie's publicist is like, yes, now we sell millions <laughs> of albums. The guy's been dead for thirty years. Uh, so yeah, uh, boxcar Willie, definitely a lizard person. Otherwise, check with your, uh, you know, dictionary. Wikipedia will lead you in the right direction. Check your, Wikip- too. Check your Wikipedia. All right. Well, we got uh, we got something to get to here, Mike. Yeah, we got a quiz. You're going to give me a quiz, but first, uh, talk to the people, will you? I will. All right. Here we go. We'll be right back. This is uh, like trees walking. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Dave here. Thank you so much for listening. There's no conspiracy out there to say that we do this for you. And so if you could, uh, please rate us and review us wherever you listen to this podcast. That would be most helpful and encouraging for us. Also, you can find us like, you know, we, 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 we used a, a listener question here. We thought that was useful to talk about. So, um, you know, the best way to reach us is uh, at LTWPod or, um, or like Trees Walking Facebook page. Uh, we'll read those messages and uh, respond to them occasionally in, in decent time. So that's the best way to do it. Uh, but thank you so much for listening, uh, for being along for this ride. What a strange, long, strange trip it's been. All right. But uh, uh, we will uh, be back with more lectures. Walking the quiz for Mike right now. Also, a listener. This is all listener all day. This is one a listener sent me. And I'm sure not the same listener who asked me that question. All right. And we are back that involves the pastor trying to make you do things you don't want to do. 
by liking and sharing and all of that. It's all a conspiracy. But uh, so you have a quiz for me? I do have a quiz. Listener Julie shared a quiz with me many months ago again. Uh, and this looked like fun, great fun, something up your up our alley. Uh, and this quiz, it's a, it's, a, it's a quiz for Mike here. And it is called Antidepressants or Tolkien. And it's can you guess if the word is an antidepressants drug or a Tolkien character? So, Mike, how familiar are you with the works of J.R.R. Tolkien? I would say, I mean, in high school, I read uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay. Which, super fans know, was never meant to be a trilogy. It was all one book. What uh, happened? What happened? Uh, the publisher said no. It's <laughs> too flicking freaking long. It's too big. Uh, probably wise decision. Uh, but um, yeah, so yeah, I I read it a lot. I loved it. I kind of and then I didn't. But to full disclosure, never read the Silmarillion. Never mm-hmm. read you know all the the mm-hmm. ancillary work. So I'm a I would be considered a lame fan. You of, are yes. I saw the movies. Went to the theater to see the movies. How That's the movies, about it. How have they held up? Uh, haven't seen them in a while. They were a favorite, you know, when our kids they were, were I old liked enough the to see them. I, st- I like them. I, th- I think they'd hold up The CG? Okay. You think the CG is okay still? No, I don't think it would hold up well. But, uh, I'm worried about Storytelling that. was, you know, good enough. So we'll see. But yeah, full disclosure, I had heard about this quiz. I did not take it. Okay. So like at least a year ago or something. So it's it's been around, but I didn't, I don't think I took it. All right. So again, antidepressants are Tolkien. Yeah. All right? Yep. You ready to play, Mike? I am ready. All right, so I click pray. All right. You click pray. Hello, pastor. All right, so now you... So here we go. Yes. Number one of 24. Yes. Sirdan. Sirdan? Sirdan. It's like a C and I with a little weird mark on it and D-A-N. Oh. Oh, so Sirdan or Sirdan. Oh, well... uh, Tolkien or antidepressant. If it's... It's got a squiggle? Not a squiggle, like a like an accent circumflex or something. Oh, well, then I'm going to say Tolkien. Okay. You are correct. He was a Sindarian elf. Okay. One of the wisest and most foresighted of the elves, and by the second age of the oldest, and oh, and by the second age, the oldest known elf in Middle Earth. He was still the bearer of the great ring, Narya, which he in turn gave to Gandalf. And ask your doctor before taking him for knee pain. All right. All right. <laughs> Celebrion, also with the weird circumflex. Celebrium? Celebrion. Celebrion. With a weird thing? Do they put that in the... Probably on I'm going to say that that's that's an antidepressant. Okay, I think you're right. Oh, no, (laughs) Mike. Elf lady of Lothlorien, the daughter of Celeborn and uh, Galadriel. She was the wife of Elrond, and she was also known... As Lady of Rivendell. Wait, was that with a C? Yeah, Celebrion. Oh, you didn't tell me it was a C. I I would have known that. I would have known that. I actually would have. So I thought it was antidepressant. Okay, all right. And you make fun of Star Wars names? With these names? I do make fun of Star Wars because Boba Fett. (laughs) All right, here we go. Edronex. 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 Good old Ed. Good guy. Elf, I believe. No, that is a antidepressant. Correct. Raboxetine. So I'm not reading the drug information. I love that they can make up both names. There's like Hapluxaplok, also known as Jamakatine. Like, you can't... <laughs> why does it have to have two names if you're making them both up? Oh. 
Amantadine. Amantadine. Not adamantine? No, I thought that's how I read it initially. Amantadine? Amantadine. Oh, I could use amantadine. I would say that that is an antidepressant. <laughs> Correct. Uh, amant- amantadine, trade name, Similtril. Uh, <laughs> all right. We don't need the specifics. <laughs> okay. Orofen. 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 The spell. O-R-O-P-H-I-N. Uh, no weird thing. Antidepressant. Okay. Orofen. Oh, no. He was one of the three wardens of the northern border of Lothlorien met by the fellowship as they entered the Golden Wood. Okay. All right. I did not read carefully. That must have been one of those songs that I skipped. <laughs> okay. Cymbalta. Cymbalta is an antidepressant. <laughs> you are correct. Take a fistful of it every day to get through quizzes like this. Burgill. Burgill. B-E-R-G-I-L? Mm-hmm. That's an that's a elf of great standing in the High Council. Uh, yes, you are right. Burgil was born around TA 3009, <laughs> was the eldest son of Burgerond of Gondor. He accompanied Pippin. Okay, so he wasn't an elf. I was making that up. He accompanied Pippin Took when he first arrived in the city okay. of Minas Tirath. Minas Tirath. Oh, it's a great name. That's no. <laughs> the hobbits of Minas Tirath. Okay, Elendil. Well, Elendil is, that's well known. That is, yes, that's Tolkien. Yep. All the way. Elendil was known as Elendil the Tall, being the tallest of men who escaped the downfall <laughs> and also known as Elendil the Fair. It's a good thing they didn't call him Shorty in one of those ironic nicknames. Narmasil. 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 Mm-hmm. That's an antidepressant. Oh, no, Narmasil, <laughs> Narmasil one was the 17th king of Gondor after the death of his These father. These are all Gondor people. I'm, I'm so, I need to read up on my Gondor. The, name, the death of his father, Atandar II, Narmasil II, was the 29th king of Gondor, okay. son of Telmutha. Oh, God, I can't even say these oh, names. Oh, boy. Okay, Narvi. 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 Not like the Navi, the Navi from... Uh, Narvi. Narvi. N-A-R-V-I? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, antidepressant. Okay. Oh, no! He was a dwarf of Khazad-Dum, Moria. Khazad-Dum? <laughs> During Ripe the... meat off the bone. <laughs> Wow, I am just getting my my rear end handed to me here. (laughs) Okay, we're on 11. Okay. Uh, Elronon. Elronon or Elronon? Well, that sounds exactly like... That sounds Tolkienian, so I'm going to get trapped in it. I'm going to say it's Tolkien. Oh, no! Come on. (laughs) Nox... Yeah, it's it's an antidepressant. Stop. Elronon. Uh... Azafen. Azafen. Can I finally get one right? That is an antidepressant. Correct. Thank you. It's Russian. Man. Whew. Um, Desiral. Desiral. Let me all say it in the voice of either like a dwarf or... (laughs) Mm, Desiral. (laughs) He will bring you his axe and his right meat off the bone. All right. (laughs) 
Does it sound right? <laughs> what do you or mean? does it like Desiral? He's depressed. You must give him Desiral. Uh, all right. I'm going to say that's Tolkien. Oh, no. No. Oh, this is a bloodbath. A bloodbath. Sintamil. Sintamil? Sintamil or Sintamil? Does it have a little TM next to it? No, nothing. Dang it. All right. Um, That is an (laughs) antidepressant. All right. Correct. What am I? I'm at less than 50%. I don't know. (laughs) Sildenafil. 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 <laughs> I will ride to you at the break of dawn, Sildenafil. Huh? Tolkien. Okay. Okay. That's, I probably not. Oh, no! That's an antidepressant. It's, it's Viagra. What? That's the active oh, ingredient in Viagra. Oh, really? Yeah. I buy mine from China. So I, <laughs> you never I'm know. kidding. That was a joke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It's it, it, but it also oh it was, I don't know why they said antidepressant because they said it's unclear if it works for depression. Oh yeah, that's it's one of those. Che- yes, yeah, it's like when I was going through headache medications. They're like, I don't know, maybe. Here you go. <laughs> All right, Luvox. Luvox. Luvox is of course made from the Pfizer Corporation. Antidepressant. Yes. Correct. Thank you. It's yeah, um, clade, sorry, cladial, 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 C L E accent, cladial. She stood at the tower for many days, waiting for her lover to return from battle. <laughs> it is an antidepressant. Correct. Woo! I'm at thirty percent or so. Haldir. Haldir is, of course, the daughter of Shrombir. That, that is Tolkien. <laughs> Correct. He was an elf of Lothlorien, oh, probably a, a sylvan woman. elf, and a march warden who guarded the forest northern, forest northern border. When the Fellowship of the Ring arrived in Lorien, he became their guide to Karas Galda, Galadhon. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Bilbo. <laughs> Bilbo. Yes? Bilbo. That's... Bilbo. Bilbo. Sure. Look... Look, tell me, Star Wars. Come no, on. come on. Oh wait, you, Bilbo's the question. Yes. Oh come on, <laughs> he's the star. <laughs> Bilbo is correct. Of course, Tolkien. The Tolkien. It's an easy one. Even they. I said. thought you were just mocking me by saying Bilbo. Finarfin. Finarfin. Boy, that sounds Tolkienian, but I feel like there's a trap there. Let me see. Finarfin. He rode across the plain to find Shadowfax. Fenarfin is an antidepressant. Oh, made, no! Made by DuPont. Oh, no. Fenarfin was the youngest child and son of Finwian Indus. After the flight of the Noldor, he remained in Tyrion and ruled the Nordor, who remained yeah. in Amman. My gosh, how can you make fun of Star Wars words? <laughs> 20 of 24. Uh, Minalkar. Minalkar. Don't put your own spin on it. Minalkar. 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 Uh, Minalkar. That's you're depressed because you have a long commute. You're in your car a lot. You have to take Minalkar. Uh, that's an antidepressant. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, this quiz is beyond my sight. We're almost now. done. All right. 
Escalith. Escalith? Escalith, yes. Uh, Tolkien. Okay. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Arrestor. Arrestor. Antidepressant. There is no Arrestor in the Tolkien kingdom. Uh, Whoops. I accidentally clicked Tolkien, so correct. So you got one... That's a Tolkien character. Arrestor? Yes, he was the chief counselor of Elrond's household. How are you spelling t- that? E-R-E-S-T. Oh, okay. I thought it was A-R-R. I thought well, it was like, Arrestor. Arrest your heart problems. Nardil. Arrest- Nardil. Nardil. The Nard dog? Nardil? Yeah. <sighs> this is impossible. Is this the last one? Yes, this is it. Uh, that's, a, that's an antidepressant. Correct. All right, game ended. See results. So, Mike? I think I got 20%. You got 13 of 24. So what is that in Oh, percentage? wow. Okay. All right. Ooh, that's much better than What's I thought. What's 13 divided by 24? Uh, Pastor Dave. It's about... 54%. What? Yeah, you got 13 of 24 correct. Did I really get that many correct? Yeah. Well, I mean, slightly better than a coin flip. This is like uh, on my other podcast, real or fanfic. Yeah. It's just a stab in the dark. If anyone, you know, like aced it, please tell me. And I don't know whether that's a brag or not. I don't know. That was cra- that was crazy. But I enjoyed it. Uh, that was fun. That yeah, was, yeah. yeah. That was good. Did you, you, did. Would you have done better? Oh, yeah. Much better. <laughs> no, I... No. That seemed disingenuous. No, that was not true. All right. Well, look, we got a lot of important work done oh, here today. We sure did. Thanks for listening, everybody, sticking yeah. with us. Uh, this is like Trees Walk. I'm just thrown on my heels that I only got like half right. And I've read Tolkien. I'm, I'm stunned. The one that really got you was the Fiacra. Yeah, that that one, was like that obvious, stinks. dude. No, what? I Come on. Anyway, all right. And one will... of them was Bilbo. And you got half right. I thought you were just saying the word to me. Bilbo. Bilbo. Bilbo Baggins. All right. Well, we shall be back anon. Look for us at dawn. <laughs> you shall not you pass. shall not pass. This is uh, <laughs> like Trees Walk. So Thanks long. for listening. <laughs>